0: Forever, Dog. He's got the killer instinct. This week on the podcast, Barbara Steiner's The Phantom.
1: Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay K. Tai.
0: I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly
1: Nugent, and we are in fact talking about The Phantom by Barbara Steiner. Um, that we are. And we we're just talking about how I mean we're talking about it, but it's it's going to be a lot of each of us helping each other remember it, to have memories about have memorizing mm-hmm. to to breeze them. Because Nothing much happens
0: and it's boring. <laughs> yeah. Um she's a here's the thing, she's a decent prose writer. I was pretty shocked at like or at least in like capturing feelings, she was pretty decent in that. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, her plots are very boring. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just remembered something. Right? That happened in the book. Oh, okay. <laughs> um Oh, good. That's good. When did you Okay, so do you remember who the killer is?
1: Yeah, and I guessed it paged whatever
0: the the second we meet her. Yes. Immediately, right? Like when she Helena. when she's like when she's like, "Uh, I'm sad that my boyfriend is dead. I can't go to the pep rally." And then like, something oh, creepy yeah. happens at the pep rally, and she doesn't happen to be there, but she says she's there. I was like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And she's like, sure.
1: "I ran out." She was like, "Oh, I, guess- I was so upset I had to leave." It's like, okay, the character wouldn't guess right away. But the fact that she never even considers Jilly, which, by the way, is such an annoying nickname. <laughs> the fact that she never considers Jilly as a suspect even is very mm-hmm. stupid. Because mm-hmm.
0: here's the thing. We all know. Mm-hmm. We all know it was never Garth. No. It was never going to be Garth, who's the like best friend and new quarterback. No, it wasn't going to be him. No. Actually, he was like going to be the second choice quarterback. Is that second string? Is that what that means? No, he just played a different position. Okay, so he was he took over quarterback after Buddy, who Buddy also got injured and could not yeah. play anymore. So okay. basically so we pushed him, yeah. him in a bonfire. <laughs> she did. All right, let's I'm going to read the back. Yeah, please do. Nail the quarterback in his coffin. When when Reggie Westlake shows up at the pep rally starting off the school football season, the crowd goes wild. He's the greatest player Stony Bay High School ever had. Quarterback and captain, he led the team to the championship two years in a row, raising the school spirit higher than ever before. No one could forget his black and gold jersey bearing the number nine. He'll always be a school hero. There's just one thing. Reggie's dead. <laughs> it ends there.
1: Yeah. There's just one little hiccup. <laughs> End. <laughs> He's- Dead. i was very i was annoyed by the um i was like kind of annoyed that this happens immediately
0: yeah that like that's the first thing that happens i yeah
1: i couldn't quite say why but i think because it happens immediately i'm like well then it's not actually supernatural it's not actually him I, it's like a cool idea that the whole school would see it Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't like that cool idea doesn't really pay off. you
0: know what's interesting what? I think that the choice to have the narration occur in the best friend to the like surviving girlfriend of the um of the dead quarterback, uh-huh reveals that the killer is the girlfriend because like narratively, it's much, much more interesting. To have it be in the surviving girlfriend's head than the best friend of the surviving girlfriend. Because best friend is like, like I get it. I get what she's going through. She's like, she's feeling very valid feelings. She's like, oh, I'm so annoyed that my best friend doesn't seem to be getting over it. Um, But it's not as impactful when we see Reggie for her. Yeah. So – like just like just that like when i was reading it i was like oh we're not in the girlfriend's head so therefore the girlfriend's a killer because why else would we not be in her head i
1: i i thought it was an interesting choice but yeah i don't know that it is ultimately more interesting than just being the girlfriend But or if jilly wasn't even in the
0: book enough mm cuz that was the thing like weirdly spencer was in the book more the nerdy uh ripped dude um 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 um, um. um
1: but shelby what isn't his name shelby oh yeah shelby 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 yeah 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 <laughs> like in the middle of that
0: what are you what
1: why are you <laughs> saying names at
0: me <laughs> no it uh it didn't it cut off so it was just like b and i was like huh <laughs>
1: I did like that Shelby was ultimately involved because it was a little it was going to be hard to believe that Jilly it was, was too much her by herself. Yeah. Um, I, I also thought it was interesting the uh, like shifting dynamic of watching your best friend like suddenly like feel like she's slipping away from you after her boyfriend's death. I mm-hmm. just didn't I think my main criticism of the book is that her own suspicions and people's character, people's characters didn't stay consistent. Yeah. Because she it was she'd like, be, she'd be like, oh my God, what if Garth is right? It was a ghost. And then Travis is like, maybe it was a ghost. And she's like, that's stupid. It Within like a paragraph.
0: I know. It's like, I, she, yeah. Is it? I mean, also, maybe it's just that she's hating the source of the info because she does hate Travis a lot. And Travis is terrible. Travis is terrible.
1: And also, like... Oh, that's another instance of character inconsistency is, um, Jilly, when we first meet Travis, is like... Travis was always jealous of Reggie and because he was the golden boy of the family. And the only reason Travis even had a career as a sports writer was because of Reggie. And then later, Amelia's like criticizing Travis's behavior, and Jilly says, "Like you don't even know how hard it was on him." I saw. I was like, "Jilly, what the
0: fuck are you talking about? You're the one. Yeah. You're the one who told us that he sucked." Also, like then it goes from like you were always jealous of him to like maybe he's the killer because he doesn't want anyone to tarnish Reggie's memory. And I'm like, okay, well then. Which is yes, it?
1: Nobody's motivation stayed consistent. Nobody's reaction to what was happening stayed consistent. Amelia's reaction to Garth becoming the quarterback was very stupid. Because, oh, like, it yeah. wasn't him. It wasn't him. He's good. Garth is good. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, Garth is his quarterback now, but he didn't even want to do it. Like frank turned it down first and so garth agreed to do it and then by the end of the game when he's he he did great and everybody loves him amelia is like he is so full of himself i bet he did arrange to push buddy and maybe he did kill reggie although at the same time he's only talking about what the team did he's not talking about how great he was he just keeps saying we did great but for no reason i'm going to continue to assume that he is like so full of himself now
0: yeah and then she would like forget that she was worried about garth being the killer and then would like hang out with him and then it and was, then would it just was worry about Garth's safety yeah and then like there'd be a sentence where she'd be like oh yeah maybe garth is the killer because like i said before he he seems to really be enjoying the limelight and it's like but but do, so you forgot that like you forgot that you thought he was the killer like yeah. if i thought my boyfriend In was a killer accident accident. yeah like i i would constantly be thinking oh my god my boyfriend's a killer like i wouldn't be like oh
1: yeah i'd be you know watching what? every little thing he did for a sign i wouldn't and not just not just like swinging back and forth between he did it, he didn't do it, which I can understand. Like, if you're suspicious, you would keep telling yourself, like, No, 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 I'm being irrational. I'm just scared. Mm-hmm. But she wouldn't forget what
0: his motivation might be. Yeah, it wasn't because, like, it truly wasn't like, you know what? Maybe he didn't do it. It was literally like just stating different facts. Like, it'd be like, he did it. Yeah. It was, oh, no. It, he
1: she didn't. kept remembering the possibility.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, like, then she – because at first she's like, oh, I think Garth is the killer. And Garth comes up to her and he's like, I got this letter on my car that's telling me to go report to the sloop and in the middle of the night. And she's like, I have to protect Garth. And I'm like, girl, I thought you thought he was the killer. Then why are you going out there? (laughs) Excuse
1: (laughs) me. Bless you. Um, Yeah, she (sighs) – she had her suspects, which made sense. Like, each of them made a kind of sense. Although,
0: I was – Garth never really seemed like he did it. Garth and Travis, to me both, I was like, they're not. No way. No I would way. Have, I would have
1: accepted Travis. But I, if suddenly Garth had done it, I'd be like, no. No, yeah. how? He couldn't have. There was a fucking phantom football player standing in front of our
0: car, and we rolled. Yeah, yeah. And it, I – The logistics just didn't line up. Yeah. But
1: does she still suspect him even after
0: that? Oh, she also Um, suspects the coach? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because he's getting paid a lot of money to bring the whatever the fucks they are, bombers. That sounds right. To bring the bombers to victory. And he would do anything to keep his beautiful lake house. I was like, girl, I think there's like a corruption issue here. I don't think it's like the murder. (laughs) I thought she's like, wow,
1: pretty nice house for a coach. And then in an attempt to justify it, but then not it doesn't do that at all, Garth's like, well, his wife is a teacher as well. (laughs) When he said that, I was like, and? Yeah, your point.
0: What's your point?
1: That it may allow them to have an additional car, but not a lake house. I don't know. Things were different in the 90s. That's true. They, they don't live in California, so
0: That's true. They live in Michigan. They live off of um the beautiful lake. Mhm. And so it, was it was the 90s. It's true actually. Yeah. Because like
1: Yeah, 93.
0: So Yeah.
1: Um different times. Different times. Um See. Oh yeah, so she suspects the coach. It's like as if Coach Taylor in Friday Night Lights was like, yeah, maybe I'll just like kill my players." Yeah. Um and that one never – I never bought that one either. It, the only – it felt like not a lot – it felt like nothing happened. And yet when I'm thinking of the events of the book, I was like, I don't know. It's pretty jam-packed.
0: It is pretty jam-packed. Just, nothing ever felt like it was happening. Because like, okay. All right. So already so jumbled. I'm going to try and remember what happens in this book. I think I remember now, now that we're kind of talking about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Pep Rally um we were having the first pep rally back after reggie died last year he, on the field um we find out oh, later it's too, because he and then went into a coma and then died yes and we find out later that it was because he was drunk and was had slower reflexes although uh, i don't know yeah, whatever it was also like cuz he had two beers and mm-hmm.
1: I know. Uh, well, I people can get hurt in football when they're not drunk either. So,
0: yeah. Fine. Football's Children. dangerous. So, they're having their first pep rally back. Um, Amelia is best friends with Jilly, who used to date Reggie. And they used to be like a group. It was like Reggie and Jilly and her and Amelia and Garth. And like it was like these two football players and these two cheerleaders. They used to hang out all the time. But now things are Mm -hmm. different because Reggie's dead. Jilly is like, I can't get out there for the pep rally. I'm too upset. Which also valid. If she's like, I don't want to cheerlead anymore. valid. Amelia needs to stop being like, but why? We said we would cheerlead together as seniors. Yeah,
1: we agreed on this when we were 13 when Reggie was still alive. And I think it's really (laughs) shitty
0: of you to renege on the deal now.
1: I know like and you're she's, not the only one
0: in the world like honestly I get that you're sad but like this is getting really boring for me as the best friend
1: <laughs> I another character inconsistency across the board it's like both of them are inconsistent this book is so inconsistent the Jilly Amelia is like Jilly's pulling away I just miss us being together she's like so cold and then, later in the book, Jilly is like, "All you ever want to do is hang out with Garth, and I just feel like I'm losing my best friend, and I was like, "Which I know is it? Are you moving on with Shelby, the drama boy, or is Amelia pulling away, but Amelia was already with Garth uh, always with Garth
0: anyway, also, Amelia was like, "Uh, I mean, I get I don't really get Shelby." But, like, it's good that she's moving on. So I'm – thank God that she's dating someone
1: because uh, mm-hmm.
0: she needs to move away from Reggie. And then they start dating, and she's like, uh, why is he's, she dating Reggie or Shelby? He's not really like us. <laughs> I think that's the other problem with this book. Like, I connect a lot more to books where the character is a loner or kind of an outsider, whereas, like, this is a popular girl
1: who – Who's like annoyed that her friend is not dating in the popular group
0: anymore? Yeah. It was, and it was hard. Up, they, when
1: they go to the party later, the football guys dunk Shelby into a trash can and Amelia laughs. I know. That's her first. And she's like, well,
0: he shouldn't really be here when you think about it. I know. she. She's like, ugh, why does, she, why did she even bring him? Um, and what's crazy is
1: like, this isn't the tone of, Her voice in her inner monologue, like that she's being written as very sympathetic. But if you have a thought like that,
0: you suck. Yeah. Well, so yeah, she's her inner monologue is like, well, she didn't really like Shelby, but her best friend did. So she would give him a chance. And then he gets dumped into a trash can at the coach's mansion. And, and she's like, like,
1: Amelia had to hide a smile, but then she went and made sure they pulled
0: him out. It's like, you,
1: your instinct was ever to laugh at that?
0: Yeah, I know. Also, like, she only really started to respect him when she saw his rock and bod when he gets out of the lake. <laughs> Amelia sucks. Everybody's also, she's, sucks. Like, she's like, he is short. He's not tall. <laughs> and he's also short. He's very short. He's, like, barely taller than us. He is short, but he is also short. And, and then, at the same time, not tall. <laughs> and then she's like, but he does have huge muscles,
1: and I'm surprised. And I respect that because I guess he'd been working
0: out. She asked him. She's like, have you and been like- lifting weights? There was something about this book, too, that was, like, a little bit – I think this would happen with any of these teen books but like I'm, you know, we're all kind of starting to feel the effects of social distancing and like um not we we've kind of like lost what well, we have, lost the ability to go out to restaurants and hang out with friends in in person and all that. And there's a lot of this book of like them going to a diner and hanging out or like them going to get pizza and hang out and I was like, "Oh my god, I it was That's really the- bumming me out." <laughs>
1: I I got very. I wonder if this was an offshoot of that, and I wasn't even realizing it. But when I was reading about them going to the lakeside diner, and it talked about her like ordering a burger and yeah, eating fries and stuff, I got so nostalgic for going to a Ruby's at the mall with my friends, like a specific group of friends, yeah, senior year,
0: yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. I liked. Yeah, no, me so too. It, this book did hit like, and it also gave me a nostalgia for something I personally have never experienced. So it's weird, but it was like, I started I feeling this, this book. Yeah, me too. Um, and especially like books like this that like describe a certain teenage experience. Um, yeah. But like when they yeah, are- I'll get
1: nostalgic for the experiences that I thought I was going to have when I was little and yeah. didn't.
0: Yep, and that exactly. I feel other
1: people did have.
0: Yes. But it was like the part where um they are like playing around on um one of their boats and then they meet up with other friends and like have this like picnic, barbecue, mm-hmm. like hang out on the shores of this lake. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, like I want to have that experience so bad. Like my heart hurts for not having that experience." It's very strange. I-
1: and I felt the same way in the scene where they were on the boat in my best friend's exorcism when it was yeah, like the four yeah. right after they'd grown up into teenagers. Yeah. Um, it was uh main character's name is Amy, Amy Gretchen, the mean girl who also had a horse party <laughs> or who had a horse party the same day that um, she was supposed to have a roller rink party and they'd grown up to be friends and they're all like hanging out on a boat together. I was like, that sounds nice. <laughs> so I guess we both yeah. just get nostalgic for boat hangouts that we didn't have.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's like, there's
1: something there, right? There is that. I don't know it's how a to describe carefree, it. very like Americana mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Well, because like
0: you can smell the sunscreen, like you can like feel the <laughs> the like grit of the sand on your legs, and like you just see like tan legs and sand and this. Be, like you see, like flashes of images, and like that creates this like fake memory of an experience or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting, and it's been increasing more now that um, <laughs> we're not Make allowed outside.
1: <laughs> that Mitchell and Webb sketch where it's a game show, but um, it's like um, post-apocalyptic, and they have to keep reminding the audience to remain indoors. No, like hello, oh, hello, and welcome to the quiz show. Remain indoors, and today on the <laughs> panel, we have the. Uh, oh my god, that's so funny! It's Been sixty to seventy-five
0: days since the event, and remain indoors, dude. Um, so I uh, like a lot of people. I've been playing a lot of video games lately, mm-hmm. and almost every single video game is about some sort of pandemic. And I was literally, for Super Punch last week, I had to play Resident Evil 3. And so it's just a a remake, uh, like a a reskin and kind of like uh, update on a game that came out many years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. And the game starts with a cinematic of like, news footage where people where it's like these newscasters are like the pandemic is spreading at a record rate we are having to move bodies into hot and i was like what oh, no. yes i was like too real i can't i can't i was
1: maybe i already talked about this but i was going through hbo looking for something to watch mm. and this thumbnail was up of moira kelly and cuba gooding jr in this hbo movie called daybreak Mm -hmm. and i have seen and because it's an hbo movie it has always been an option always sure and for whatever reason i was like you know i'm gonna finally see what this movie is (laughs) and i click on it and it's about a fucking epidemic in the united states and it's like and a and they're quarantining americans who are sick and and until one group of rebels within the quarantine decides to uh, take matters into their own hands. And I was like, no, bitch, you better stay in that quarantine. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, no, you're the bad guys. Seriously. I've watched it. Yet. But yeah, it's like, it. why is it's everywhere? I was talking to my mom and sister about this and it, it's almost like it fits that. Um, like Bader meinhof theory, where it's like you hear a, you learn what a word is, and suddenly you're oh, yeah. seeing the word everywhere.
0: Yeah, or you like, or you it's meet like, a person, and then suddenly you see them everywhere. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. So we're in a pandemic, pandemic, and suddenly pandemic is everywhere
0: in media. I mean, pandemic games and movies are so popular, and like post-apocalyptic stuff. It's yeah. just crazy. Like the crazy thing is not that there's a million pandemic movies, but that they're that we are experiencing one. <laughs> that's yeah. the, that's the crazy part. Oh, it's it's crazy. so scary. It's like,
1: oh yeah, I guess these the details of this pandemic in this game are accurate
0: to what would happen, dude. Seriously, like in Resident Evil Three, they're like the entire southeast is now on complete lockdown. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? oh my god um anyway hanging out at a diner and their friends and they're on the beach i miss that man i really do miss that and there was something like there was specifically like a certain description that she did in this book when they're hanging out in the diner that i was like (gasps) oh which was when she's like um they sat on the hard plastic seats and i was like oh that's that's when it hit me, too. Yeah. That's strange. <laughs> oh, I wanted to share something that made me laugh pretty hard. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, is this the video you sent me? No, actually. Oh, I will, we will talk about that video. But this, <laughs> this actually made me laugh pretty hard. I was sitting in the cat's room, mm-hmm. and, the cat's room. <laughs> which is our office. Um, and uh, Micah was in the living room. And I thought I heard him call my name. So I was like, oh, did you call me? And he starts busting up. And he was like, no, I was talking to LH, which is one of our cats. And he's like, and I called her an old bitch. (laughs) 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 So he was like, you old bitch. And I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You rang? (laughs) Uh, It was very funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about this thing. Okay. So yes. this came out today. Uh, today is uh, April 7th, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So this will have come out last week, but we do need to speak about it. Okay. You have not looked on Twitter yet. That's correct. This video is exploding all over Twitter, mostly because there are so many questions. I need you to watch <laughs> this video and we need to talk about what could be occurring here. Okay. Okay. Should I turn? The sound is like very intense. Yeah, the sound is very intense. Okay, Um, so I'll just, should I narrate
1: my experience? Yes, yes, yes. All right, we'll do that. Okay, so I have clicked on it and we begin. Okay, interesting. All right, water rushing out, alarm. Yeah, that guy is soaking wet. (laughs) What? Whoa! Oh no! He fell off that SUV. This little girl is screaming. People are screaming. Why is everyone screaming? Okay, water still coming down. How is this possible? They are wearing masks, so this is current. This is right now. This is current. People screaming, pointing at the soaking white guy. Water continues to gush out. Why are people screaming? (laughs) Children are crying. (laughs) Oh, the housekeeping staff is like, "What is this shit? (laughs) What is going on?" I don't know. There's no answers. I'm kind of watching. I'm watching it again. I'm watching the guy escape and the other guy try to. (laughs) Oh, the the child started crying after. What the hell? Why is this little blonde girl with the braid losing her (laughs) shit? When that guy fell off the cart, she was screaming at him like she like he had murdered yes. her
0: cat. Yes. And also nobody is helping. Like nobody's like bringing the blonde girl out of the situation. And he's crouched down elsewhere.
1: Yeah, he's like hiding Why behind these this, bushes. I, this little blonde girl's trying to make it about her and I'm not having it.
0: Right? She's got to go. She's just screaming water? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't For like those it. of you For those of you who are not familiar, there's, like, a hotel, a motel, Mm -hmm. let's say. Water is just pouring out, like, gushing. From two rooms? Possibly from two rooms. A man appears soaking wet. In all black. In all black, shoes on, completely soaked. It's like it's a
1: waterfall coming out of this.
0: It's like he tried to... What's he the fish over fucker over the movie? Railing. What's that he's fish fucking movie? To stop him. Whoa! What's the fish um, fucking movie? Um, uh, Shape of Water. Yeah, he's trying to like shape of water his room, and then he like comes out, <laughs> and he is so slippery. He like jumps over, he jumps over the car, but slips down the windshield, breaks the windshield and bra- and dents the hood of the car, f- falls A onto the ground. Girl
1: appears from below frame, screaming. Screaming at him. At him. Scree- like screaming. Is it her room? Like, what's going on? Why is this girl so upset? And then a housekeeping
0: staff comes, she peeks her head in peeks through and the window.
1: She's <laughs> like there. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
0: what? Also, he's then at this point, like kind of crouch hiding behind some like birds of paradise. Yes. <laughs> he's, and, like, and not, he's just crouching by. Next to them. Not like he's not being <laughs> hidden. <laughs> No, it's so crazy. But nobody's talking to him either. No, everyone's just like, literally, everyone that's making sound is like, "What's happening? Oh my god, what's going on?" Somebody responded um
1: to this with, "Children who scream like this deserve to be pushed down." <laughs> Shouldn't push her down. <laughs> Somebody's like, "Where is this funny? The misfortune
0: of others ain't a comedy, bruh." Okay. Shut up, Maddie Mars. Yeah, dude. Honestly, sometimes we gotta laugh. We gotta laugh. It's nihilism. I mean, now more than ever. In now these more uncertain than ever. Times, I'm sorry, but I am going to be busting up laughing, seeing a slippery ass man fall off of a balcony and slide down a car while there's I'm a waterfall. I'm very frustrated that we do not know the
1: answer there's to this.
0: No answers. What? <laughs> Why is this happening? <laughs> So, I mean, granted, you know what? I, 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 I fell.
1: Yes, you mean. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Somebody like screenshotted it. It's intense.
0: Here's the thing I do hope that we don't find out some like very sad, devastating news about this and have to like delete yes, this segment. True. So, here's what true. I will say from what we see, it appears to be just nonsense craziness that's happening. That's all.
1: This person says, this clip I posted yesterday has been going viral. I just happened to be walking by and caught this. He didn't stick around to find out what the fuck happened. Dude,
0: usually if I'm on a walk and I see some crazy like even if I just see like firefighters like on a ladder, I'm like I am the that nosy bitch who just like stands there and waits to hear what happens. I wanna send you
1: a link to a tweet that made me laugh about it just now. Just of an image. (laughs) Somebody just photoshopped him falling on the car being on
0: a freeway. (laughs) It's like he's like holding on for dear life while it's driving. Just what is it? Uh it there is so much confusion. There's so much water. There's so much water. And he's so wet. Why is he so wet? Oh, the little girl was screaming, that's our car.
1: And then she loses her mind. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! She was just she was traumatized by watching a stranger jump on her
0: car. Okay, well, I think what he went through is a little more traumatizing. We don't know what happened at this. He was a soaking wet man that (laughs) that fell onto a car and then went to go crouch by some plants. I
1: don't understand.
0: (laughs) I do like the way that. The woman at the end, like, pulls open the drapes because <laughs> the way she does it is like yeah, oh, she's just heck? like, <laughs> and, like, looks inside and she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: oh,
0: oh my madness. god! See, we need a little bit of fun nihilism, Lindsay. Now, did you take ever. that? Did you did you take that quiz that? um Oh, the what a TV show thing no 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 the um what characters are you yeah it's pretty accurate oh yeah yeah did you take it let me
1: see no i saw it going around and i like didn't i was like overwhelmed by how many
0: answers it gave (laughs) it gives you a lot of answers it does um but they're all really on point we should maybe do that for a mini a mini sode okay Um, because it's crazy it's pretty on point. Like, a lot of them I was like, wow, attacking me. I do see it, but you are attacking me. <laughs> yeah, what was your big one? Um, My – well, the number one was Audrey Horn, which I was like, okay. Um, I don't know. Who that is. Oh, she's from Twin Peaks. And then my number two was Loki. Uh. And I was like, mm. uh, most of mine are villains. <laughs> um, the one that made me laugh oh, a lot was Robert California. I was like that is the craziest person that has ever existed, but I also see it. So thank you. <laughs> so thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. See. You. Um okay, what else in this book? What else in this book? Okay. So
1: oh yeah, pep rally. Jilly doesn't want to go because for reasons that make a lot of sense. Amelia goes. And after she's given a rousing cheer, suddenly this fucking phantom appears. And it is dramatic. I will find where it happens. Yeah, and I thought the coach using it was very creepy. Um, okay. But before um, Garth could open his mouth to speak to the crowd, slowly at the very back of the stage, a dark curtain began to open, creaking slightly. Slowly, again slowly, okay. The widening space between the curtains filled with a fog-like mist. And from the fog appeared a player no one expected to see this year. A player no one expected to see ever again. Number nine, Reggie Westerman. Standing in the vaporous mist, circling and floating around it, the figure looked ten feet tall. A menacing hulk, shoulders padded to gigantic proportions, it loomed over the stage. The entire assembly fell into a deadly silence also she she asks herself like, "Did I imagine the stench of decay? <laughs> we don't know, I guess no, I guess the answer is she did imagine it uh she did, and then says the figure swayed like a death puppet held up only by invisible strings of dusty light beams, the golden helmet polished like a human skull, huh." Moved slowly back and forth. The face mask, with its dark eye sockets, grinned through a bony, skeletal mouth. Surrounded by layers of velvet shadow, the player shimmered in the pale gold moisture. Huh? Raising pale his gold arms, reggie, Yes. Black chest emblazoned with a gold nine, claimed the stage, the audience, the moment of swelling awe. Then he pointed at Amelia and Garth, beckoning to them. As if to say, come, follow me back into my sweet, dense darkness.
0: I think that's a little bit of editorializing.
1: It also, I added that part about as if to say, she just says, then he pointed at Amelia and Garth, beckoning to them, come, follow me back into my sweet,
0: dense darkness. What? Yeah. Yeah. So he is saying that. Also, the second that happened, I was like, someone in theater is involved. Absolutely. There's light, there's rigging. (laughs) It's madness. It's madness. It's crazy.
1: Then they leave. Amelia's like, Whoa, Jilly, that was crazy. And,
0: and Jilly's, Jilly's like, like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I saw as well. I was at
0: the back. And you know what, what I'm like, now realizing? So what? Jilly's obviously very unwell. So then how come she's so good at pretending to be outraged by this and like like she's like, wow, that was really disrespectful of the coach to to use Reggie's image like that. Wow. Like she's too well, think, good at pretending for how crazy she is. She thinks Reggie's well, talking think, to her. I think
1: it's like by the end of the book, it is implied that Jilly does in fact think Reggie is talking to her. Mm-hmm. And that she is doing this for him. Mm-hmm. and there's an argument to be made that she's genuinely
0: pissed at coach paladino because she arranged this to oh, derail yeah and he used it pissing. i see what you're saying yeah because he yeah. did use it and was like see reggie is here and like he, and he wants everybody us to win.
1: win for westerman and she wanted it to be like no reggie is t- reggie was so important that now you shouldn't play without him yeah. And instead, they play better than ever, which Jilly cannot handle. Yeah. And so that I will give. I see it now. Yeah. Because I do think that that's what was going on right then. And she is like, by the end of the book, it's like, oh, she's crazy.
0: I think, yeah, maybe it got worse.
1: But The problem is that you're not seeing that consistently throughout.
0: No, nah, she seems pretty normal. She seems yeah, to want to just hang like, out with Shelby. I just, She's like,
1: I don't – she's like, I'm – moving past all these jocks it's so nice to talk to somebody who doesn't just want to talk about sports all the time It's like but that's not what you think yeah and she keeps blowing Amelia off and then all of a sudden she's like come shopping with me in Chicago that part did not make she's sense Like you abandoned me all the time for Garth and what
0: yeah that part did not make sense because at first she was like Things shouldn't go back to normal. Things are like if, if we're to believe, you know, if we're to go with the whole her reasoning for doing all this, for pretending to be Reggie and like being a ghost, pretending mm-hmm. to be his ghost to to make everyone be like, oh, we can't go on because Reggie's loss was too much. But then, why yeah, would she try? Yeah, like why would she try and go shopping with her in Chicago? Then
1: why would she want to? Just move on. Yeah. And and not talk about football anymore. Yeah. Like, it seems like the thing that would have made more sense is if she, Amelia's, like, Jilly won't shut up about, like, previous games. Or she won't, she she just shares story after story about Reggie or something like that. Instead of, like, whatever, I'm better than you jocks now. And I'm going to join the theater.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The theater. That was Okay. Also, like, Shelby, hate to break it to you. You did not have a chance. No. <laughs> She's like, mm, but then guess what? You fell in love, even though you promised you wouldn't. And he's like, oh, what can I say? You're just so amazing. I'm like, how is she so amazing? She seems is- terrible. She seems terrible. <laughs> she seems terrible. And that's the other thing. The book keeps being like, she could get guys to do whatever she wanted. And it was like, well, why? I mean, I guess you said she's pretty, but, like, also, I feel like if she's, like, just so obsessed with, like, pretending to be her dead boyfriend to do, ju- like, revenge on the school, mm-hmm. like, I I get that he's, like, moody and, like, emo, and so maybe he likes uh-huh. that, but, like, I, I would be like, okay, this is, like, this is getting, like, this is too much. I just, I can't be involved with this.
1: I'll... I would accept it if she set it up a little more. Like, Reggie had always been hanging out with them as kind of like a hanger on because he had a crush on. Joey oh, you mean his Shelby? Oh uh, yeah. What did I say? Reggie.
0: But yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have. I would yeah, totally always
1: yes. been around. Yes. Um. Because then it's like, oh well, he has kind of a pathology about being in love with her as much as she does about Reggie. And so yeah. I can see him being like, I didn't care. I just want to make Jilly happy. Um, yeah,
0: anything to be with her, that would make sense. Yeah,
1: for sure. And so, like you were saying, like, that Jilly could always get guys to do what she wanted. And I was like, well, this is the first time hearing of this.
0: <laughs> you can't just, like, tack that on. Yeah, It's like, by the way, I know we're halfway through the book. She always could have... I can't. I just can't backspace. So, like, just from now on, let's remember that she always could get guys to do what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speaking of girls that can get guys to do whatever they want, you know what I watched for the first time a couple nights ago? Jennifer's Body. It was so good.
1: Oh, I really want to watch
0: that. It's so good. It's so good. I loved it a lot. Yeah,
1: I've um, recently read. I think Lewis um, Peitzman wrote an article about jennifer's body like not getting the attention it deserved because the marketing department was trying to sell it to guys as being
0: like a hot slasher
1: yeah that's what they were
0: trying to do mm-hmm. it bad but choice it's actually
1: about like female friendship
0: <laughs> yeah well it's about female friendship and like sexual fluidity and like not it's not a like look at these hot girls it's more yeah. like Damn the things that you do for your toxic friend, <laughs> like yeah <laughs> it's that. it's good. Yeah. It was so good. I highly recommend it. yeah, I really want to see it. um, but yeah, like the uh, I honestly kept, was very bored while reading this book. I hate to say it. I was very bored as well.
1: I, I was very frustrated it. with it, it <sighs> one of my pet peeves is character inconsistency.
0: Yes. And and like, sure, characters can change. They can have many feelings. They can think many things at once. But, this can be complicated. Yeah. But this was more like, I think this. Nah, I don't think that anymore. I think this other thing. And now I think this thing again. No reason why. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: And I'm kind of acting like I never thought it in the first place. And yeah. it's a brand new discovery for me. Yeah. I just, I, <sighs> Jilly was never... Consistent about whether she was being cold to Amelia or didn't want to let Reggie go or just didn't ever want to talk about Reggie anymore. Amelia wasn't consistent in um, how she felt about Jilly. Mm -hmm. Her and yeah, she just was all mixed up about her suspicions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Travis, Reggie's brother as a character did not make sense to me. And yet again, we have a journalist who writes articles that do not sound like articles. No. Also, I'm like, who I is the that. audience for this article? Yes. And isn't this a school newspaper? Or get, or did he graduate and he writes for the actual paper? No, he writes for the actual and, paper. And it does that thing of like, well, this reporter thinks that blank. And mm-hmm. it's like, what is this writing style? It was It was oh, yeah, really- here's, here's the article. Stony Bay Bombers jinxed. Should team continue season? A series of accidents has plagued the Bombers this season. Should Coach Palladino be more concerned about the safety of his players and less worried about his wins and losses? Is this string of bad luck a coincidence? This reporter thinks otherwise. Along with the accidents, someone has continued a prank which started at the first pep rally for this year's team. A person dressed in Reggie Westerman's uniform has twice put in an appearance for members of the team. As many of you remember, Reggie was killed in an unfortunate accident at the final football game last year. Is it possible that the Jinx now plaguing the team started with Reggie? Should the team call off this is so repetitive. Should the team call off this year's season even though they have a four oh record to date? Is there any connection between the appearance of the phantom player and these accidents? It would seem strategic at this point for some investigation to take place whether in an official form or by the coach and members of his staff. This isn't an article. This is a letter to the editor. Yeah, no, this is an op-ed. This is not – like, also, it's – it's. It, <sighs> where's, Where's the investigative journalism in this article? It's a series of questions
0: with a lot of opinion. Also, like, every time Travis was there, I literally had the thought, why is this man here? Yes. Every time he showed up, I was like, oh, yeah, Travis. A couple times he'd show up and I was like, who the That's fuck the is Mitch? Travis? And then yeah. I would have to, like, look. and I was like, oh, right, he's the brother. Why is he there? He's just, like, yeah. everywhere. And it never went into
1: his relationship with his brother beyond. like, And the book couldn't decide whether he was, in fact, jealous or didn't want to let him go, which was everybody's problem. It yeah, just, this. One, everyone did not have, have a, a singular bro. want.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was, you know, this is like story 101, I guess, or like character 101. Like you should be able to, you should know as the writer what each person wants. Like you should be able to distill it down to like a philosophy. And none of these people, I don't think anybody has a philosophy here that stays there's consistent.
1: there's a way to write. Yes, there's a way to write it so that
0: their philosophy stays consistent without giving away what's happening. It just seemed like the characters were kind of serving the plot. So like the characters' opinions and ideas would change depending on where the plot needed to go. Mm -hmm. And I think that just made both of the things weaker.
1: And how do they keep making this Phantom Reggie puppet appear if he's like –
0: larger than life he like rises out of a lake like he's jesus well they have like a scuba equipment but how does he rise out i didn't understand that part. how do they keep him upright how does he suddenly appear She's in the, in the suit it's her and how is she
1: standing on the water i don't know exactly
0: there's no answer and then so. how does
1: she suddenly appear in the suit in front of the car when she was also like on the bus to go back from the away game
0: no, I think she it was lying. Remember, she was like, "I am gonna drive myself, or I- I'm gonna drive myself." But then, oh no, my car got a flat. So she just said she was going on the bus, but she didn't. But like, how did she plant herself in that one? Specific oh, girl, spot? I don't know.
1: In the fog of all things, in the fog, <laughs> which <Was she>, like <laughs> the explanations didn't make any sense. This this book just didn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm sorry, Barbara.
0: Sorry, Barbs. Sorry, Babs. We liked The
1: Cheerleader. Yeah. That's the one with the um wait, did we read The no. Cheerleader? No, no, yet? no,
0: no. No, no, no. The Cheerleader by Barbara Steiner. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd read something of hers. No. She doesn't have a we book haven't. called the No. Okay. Maybe i Oh wait, that book. Spring Break by Barbara Steiner. That's what we read. Because huh. I remember that cover. did we like that? that? Was...
1: I remember it being a fun one because he was like keeping his sister's skeleton in the attic. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's tight. Let's see. They go to a beach vacation without parents. I do not Uh, remember Maybe I bought the cheerleader and we just haven't read it yet. And that's why I'm so familiar with that
0: cover. There is no cheerleader by Barbara Steiner. There isn't? I thought I looked it up. I just looked up cheerleader Barbara Steiner. I didn't find anything. Okay. But I could be wrong. Maybe it's. A very not well-known book. Um, I'm probably right, but I'm um, saying right. uh, skip this one. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think it needs to be no to be read. Yeah, this is very, very scripful. Um, feel bad. I do feel bad. I do feel
1: bad. There were times. Oh, I see what happened. I looked up Point Horror Barbara Steiner, and it just brought up Point Horror book series and showed the cheerleader cover.
0: Because cheerleader is I by Caroline that that B Cooney, right? That's about yeah. the yeah the ghost vampire, of vampire, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, well, that's why I was confused. That's the book. Uh, so yeah,
1: that is the book. That is indeed the book.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Um, stay safe. Stay inside, especially this week. Um, <laughs> Remain indoors. Remain
1: indoors. Um, um, LA Times recommended, like, uh, if 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 you're going to have a week where you don't buy groceries, make this that week.
0: Yeah, truly. Uh, you don't need to go to the grocery store all the time. You don't. You, need don't. you don't need you don't. to. People also are being weird about that. Like, people keep going too much. I'm like, why? Just like, you should have just bought more things when you went. Why do you need to go? My mom, she's like, well, I'm going to go to senior hour at Sam's Club for some croissants. I'm like, you don't need that for christmas yes <laughs> and she seems to um, think like well yeah. it's only one thing and i'm like no it's, it's not the, the number of that you're things going it's, it's not how going are buying.
1: you yeah. had an email from ralph stating that they were going to put up fiberglass around all the
0: cashiers oh my god yeah
1: it's a pain. wow crazy
0: um crazy times That's crazy now more than ever crazy in times certain
1: times you may not be thinking of Burger King, but Burger King's thinking about you. <laughs> Mike and uh, I are so, watching Better Call Saul. Every single commercial calls out that we are in a fucking pandemic, and I'm tired of it. I don't yeah. need to be
0: reminded a every I know. commercial. All right. Well, my gardener's here, being loud as hell. Oh, okay. So I think that's well, time for us to wrap. Uh, let's do a quick thank you to – oh, my God. He is busy. So busy. Yes. Oh, okay. We it? can do this. We can do this. Thank,
1: uh, extra special thank you to our page, patrons on Patreon. If you would like to be one, go to patreon.com teen creeps. And an extra special thank you to our Patreon producers who donate uh,
0: $15 a month. Thank you, Adriana Field, Ashley Fritz, Claire Moore, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny, Emily Pooley, Gabriella Santiago, Ruth Armstrong, Jordan Colwick, Jordan Lewis, Kat Miller. Lee Burns. Chris Darina. Henry Desmond. Luke Bartek. Candle Wolschläger, Mariana Terzikis. Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho. Molly Marks. Nikki Wanowski, Pamela. Randy Klett. Ro Kalahua. Sarah. Sarah Jaggers. Sarah Nichelle. Georgia Gibson. Shannon Pickens. Sydney Bollinger. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Valdez. And Wendy Bartos. Thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. Um yeah.
1: Another way you can help without money is just uh, telling people about the podcast.
0: Yeah. And give us a rating and review us in your podcast app. Yes, we appreciate that. Follow us on all the social yeah. media at Teen Creeps Pod. Um, and next week we're reading. Do we know? Oh, is next week we are reading... our, our uh, Grady book? I think it might be because it just released today. Yeah. He next was... week by Yay. Grady
1: Hendrix. We will be reading the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. I cannot wait. Fun. Very fun.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, Great. We'll chat with you next week. And uh, stay healthy and keep it brief. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.